0: Joe Souchere.
1: Connecting your Alex Lodges and ranked number one.
2: What do you do? Get a little frisky with the biscuits?
3: <laughs> I it's the, what the hell's it's the, going on? It's the best kept secret. We're not sure what Garrison uh, Keeler fired
2: amid claims of inappropriate behavior. His Prairie Home rebroadcasts end. It sounds like NPR is quite literally wiping him off the face of their history. Uh, no more, they're going to rename Prairie Home Companion. No more rebroadcasts of it. All because he has, uh, uh, how the subject of allegations of improper behavior. Okay. I, I have a question
3: once you deliver some information here. Mm-hmm.
2: Probably the same question you have. He said he was fired over a story that, quote, I think is more interesting and more complicated than the version MPR heard. He did not give details, uh, the statement said it would end the prairie home companion this is from the pioneer press from the prairie home companion rebroadcast he hosted uh and they're going to end distribution of writer's almanac it will also drop the name of prairie home companion from the show uh i'm 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 gobsmacked i'm gobsmacked yeah he's 75 he said i don't want to argue about this i'm just you know he, just, he doesn't deny anything. Uh, I i don't know what to tell you. I, I don't know where we are. I don't know what he did or is alleged to have
3: done. Uh, okay. Let me know when I may ask my you, question. You go right ahead. My question, sir, is if they take this stand. Who's they? Uh, Minnesota Public Radio. All right. What stand do they take against Sen- the current Senator Franken? Well, and it his... doesn't work for them? No, but I'm but I'm saying uh, they're obviously left leaning. Uh, are they calling for him to resign? Are they what is their healer last night had an op-ed in The Washington Post saying Franken's I resignation
2: know. would be absurd? That's bad that. timing.
1: <clears throat> or maybe it's perfect
2: well, to 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 uh, build upon your question. What do all of the lefties in the state legislature do? Do they continue to fund NPR? We don't know anything, though. We don't know. Right. We don't know anything, and that's why we really can't. As these allegations burn like a wildfire in Santa Rosa, California, Mm -hmm. destroying everything in its way.
3: Everything in its way.
2: Do the standards of uh, poor behavior become more nebulous? In other words,
3: yeah, don't use those big words on me. Well, what what the hell is Keeler alleged to have done? Well, that's what we need to know first and foremost. But is he Keeler diffusing Garrison the situation? Keeler is he diffusing the situation by just saying, "You know what? I I don't have time for this. Uh, they can fire me. That's fine. Just wipe me off of, off the face of the earth." Uh, Does this ruin his lifetime supply I of powdered milk biscuits? I have no idea. I I couldn't be more surprised. Uh. Any day
2: now, Tom Hanks. I give up. We all said Tom Hanks would be the guy who'd yeah. surprise
3: us yeah. in
2: Hollywood. I give up. It's gonna Tom um, Hanks he's probably, would be he's probably in the mix. Me. Matt Lauer. I don't give a rat's ass about. I don't know anything about him. Who cares? I don't watch morning
3: <coughs> television. Did I tell you my theory at, at my home? What we developed and how yes. all of this happened. Um, all, all of what happened. All of the the remembrance of sexual uh, harassment or intimidation. Uh, it started many years ago when kids were in grade school and the young females were developing and they started to wear their brasiers, and the boys. Yes. You're speaking entirely for yourself. No, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. <clears throat> okay, then you're the only man on earth that's never heard of grade schoolers uh, uh, snapping the bras uh-huh, Aha, and, and kind of teasing those poor young women that were just developing and were Well, it's, it's getting to be a long time ago, but
2: I, I'm reasonably confident I did not do that. Not okay. because of any saintliness, just because I was probably trying to play hockey.
3: Okay. Um, then, as you were sitting in the corner in your little cocoon in the playground, right? the majority of other uh, middle school boys uh, either participated, witnessed... What, what point are you driving at? I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is... That was basically, it was okay to tease those young ladies by when they're wearing their training bras and they're horrified that they have to do this because they're developing. Okay. And the boys were let calling me, let that me, out.
2: Let me try to help you. Uh, that was in an age when you got away with calling that teasing. Today, that wouldn't be teasing.
3: Correct. And, and I'm just saying, I think we were talking about it at my home, and that is where we felt it wasn't socially acceptable, but that was a form of... Um, light harassment so we'll have to wait that we'll kind of was okay to do because the girls didn't report that and so forth. Yeah. So that mentality for males started at an early age. Thanks, buddy. I see what you're trying to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But this isn't bra snapping, whatever this is. No,
3: I know that, but we were just trying to find out the the when this these things started, mm-hmm. at, at what age. It probably started
2: uh, in the age of the cave people. It, it's it, there's nothing new about it. It, it probably dates back to uh, Gorg coming home to the cave, uh, having been with the guys at two rocks over uh, making wolf whistles at some babe in a loincloth. But know? I thought I don't we were, think this has anything to do with. Uh, I
3: thought we weren't supposed to go in the cave.
2: Well, in the old days, they knew how to go. In they the could.
3: Bed. Okay. They knew instinctively. They knew, but we have lost our connection with nature
2: Garrison Keeler, Garrison Keeler, he doesn't appear to have the energy to get out of a chair. <laughs> Although this, this happened apparently, allegedly, whatever this is, yeah, we don't know yet. Uh, during uh, his uh, during his tenure at Prairie Home Companion, he okay. left the show.
3: Uh, last year, in 2016. Right, he handed over the reins. To Chris Thiel, is it? Uh, is that how you pronounce his last name? I don't, know. Name? He's I don't a, know. He's a, what do you call it, a mandalist. Whatever. And uh, so You can play the mandolin. Apparently there's
2: no statute of limitations on these things. No. And mm-hmm. why, why this particular person would uh, be moved now uh, to come forward is it uh, Well, you them.
1: might feel emboldened knowing that you're not alone, that there's others that are out there that yeah. have gone through this, I yeah. guess.
3: Well, you know, I don't know him as a friend, but I know him from meeting him many times over the last several decades. I've never met him. Never. Okay. In private, he was very good to my grandfather and my grandmother. You've told us this 15,000 times. That's a good thing. He's also, there's some social awkwardness where sometimes I would see him and I was well-received as Red's grandson, and sometimes it's as if the first time... Uh, he's ever seen me Mm -hmm. so uh, there's there's a little bit of he's well like you like ali probably
2: takes tens of thousands of pictures maybe Maybe
3: that's what it is yeah
1: Yeah. i'm just glad that we won't now have to face the wrath of the npr security staff at the state fair (laughs) remember that (laughs) Uh oh i can't go use this public
3: bathroom okay thanks (laughs) oh yeah that's right
2: now given his skill as a writer I will be interested to read whatever he ultimately writes about this. You think he will? I think so, because he he said he is fired, he's been fired over, quote, a story that I think is more interesting and more complicated than the version NPR heard, which suggests to me that his his accuser, whoever that might be, went to NPR and told them the story, and it sounds like they instantly bought it, and began to wipe the slate clean of any association oh, with him. I think and should. he's saying the story is more interesting and more complicated than that. And I, I'd be interested in reading what he has to say
3: about it. I, I would say if NPR did that, they should have held back and maybe talked to both parties first.
2: Well, at some point, the the conversation nationally is going to switch to what what standards are going to constitute these... These accusations, uh, how, how, how will the accusation stand up based on whatever uh, standards we've, uh, we've established. I read that he patted some girl on her bare back out of sympathy that she might've been having a difficult time or something that, that couldn't just mean just on her back, on her, on her rear end. No, on her backside, her back right. spinal cord area, the back. But, but that, if that's the case, you you can't get wiped off history for that. Pat's on the back. <sighs> you can't get wiped out of history for that. They they went to uh, N- NPR has gone to the mat here. They've got the outside law firm. They've wiped the guy's name off everything he's been associated with.
3: Uh, you can't you can't tell me they do that because he patted somebody on the back. Okay, we need to. What what has to happen here is we need to find. uh we need, to, we need to find where the line is. I
2: got news for you. We got no sources inside that show. Right. We've, we've got no shot to have a mole inside Prairie Home Companion. There's Garage Logic. Some say a poor man's Lake Wobegon, yeah. except we have black people. I got and a, then there's Lake Wobegon, which is a really white Lutheran Cracker Jack. I got a deal. mole at NPR. Do
3: you? I, I can't mention his name. though. Well, you going to learn anything? Uh, yes. All right. Johnny Hyde will have more later on. You learn more here
2: by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. Here's Keeler's statement to the Star Tribune, as delivered from the John Hyde newsroom. I put my hand on a woman's bare back. I meant to pat her back after she told me about her unhappiness and her shirt was open, and my hand went up it about six inches, she, she recoiled. I apologized. Let me stop right there. Yeah, set that up for me here. I put my hand on a woman's bare back. I meant to pat her back after she told me about her unhappiness, and her shirt was open, but he's in the back. Oh, now. shirt in the back, okay. And my hand went up it about six inches. Up what? Her back? It must have been. She recoiled. It doesn't mean
3: open, it was
2: out? I don't know. She recoiled, I apologized. I sent her an email of apology later, and she replied that she had forgiven me and not to think about it. We were friends. We continued to be friendly right up until her lawyer called. Uh, Keeler even managed a joke of sorts. Getting fired is a real distinction in broadcasting, and I've waited 50 years for the honor. All of my heroes get fired. I only wish it would have been for something more heroic. Then he said, anyone who was ever around my show can tell you I was the least physically affectionate person in the building. Actors hugged, musicians hug, people were embracing every Saturday night left and right, and I stood off in the corner like a stone statue. If I had a dollar for every woman who asked to take a selfie with me and who slipped an arm around me and then let it drift down below the belt line, I'd have at least $100. So this is poetic irony of a high order, but I'm just fine. I had a good long run and am grateful for it and for everything else. Okay, let me stop. If that's all it was, why did he get a call from a lawyer? The lawyer doesn't appear to have any case here. Especially if Keeler kept the emails where the woman uh, forgave him for,, uh, right. his hand moving uh, on her back. So either NPR is, has outrageously overreacted, or there's more here than we don't know.
3: Man, this is just it's, it's so complex. Why, why,
2: we continued to be friendly right up until her lawyer called. Well, why in the hell did he call?
3: What did he call about? Oh, you're right. I, what, was, what was different from what's been played out over the years with this?
2: And if, if he just merely has his hand on her back, what is she recoiling about?
3: I can't, in my, in my mind's eye, I can't picture um, what he described there. Yeah, I well, was. Moments. Was there a a a slit in the middle where it was open in the back? You know, because uh, you you've seen that before, where it's maybe she know, had fancy. a straight jacket on. They buttoned in the back. <laughs> yes. It's just it's weird. And then, well, what's but what's the, the comment about the hand slipping between the belt line? Uh,
2: he's just being Keeler there. You know, saying, "Get it? I'd have at least a hundred bucks." Oh, okay. You know. Uh. <clears throat> there's what's the case here what what why did mpr why has mpr erased this guy from its history he has meant everything to them
3: that's a very drastic on the map yeah that's a very drastic quick change
2: he's their guy without him they'd still be you know interviewing
3: bulgarian poets right
2: what what uh they they come they severed all ties
3: yeah, they didn't just say, hang on, we're going to investigate They're going this. to
2: rename the show. They're going to can the rebroadcast of the show that he called Prairie Home Companion that he hosted. You won't hear those anymore. Because of this, that doesn't make
3: sense. That that makes no sense. Pretty, None of this is making sense. It's pretty aggressive um, firing and removal of everything. I mean, just if
2: this is what... You know, I'm no fan of Keeler. Uh He's lied about me in print and... But I, I don't. I hope he's kept the emails where this alleged victim forgave
3: him and said, "Don't think about it." If if he can produce, I, I hope the, I hope he has those. But if he can produce those, how much egg is on public radio for doing this, for for, for making these drastic changes? I,
2: I don't. It, it, I, I don't know. It's it's astonishing to me that they're reacting the way they're reacting. They they appear not to have his back at all. There is, there is no one uh, at NPR, apparently, who was willing to step forward and say, look, uh, all he did is uh, attempt to comfort a woman one time, and he put his hand on her back, and she somehow found that troubling, and he immediately apologized. We see no case here. Where, where is that person at NPR? Because Keeler's enriched all of them, right? Where where is that person? Why are they all scurrying like rats? And he seems to be taking it with aplomb. I'll be all right. This is cool. Had a great run. Don't worry about it. He seems pretty confident uh, in his uh, in the in the casual way he's handling this. He he seems confident. That makes no sense either, because if this is all it
3: is, why wouldn't he be saying, "Are these people crazy?" Right. I I, I don't get the behavior of both parties. <laughs> I don't either. But him kind of saying, "Well, I got the emails, and okay, I'm fired. I don't want to." All is... of
2: his heroes got was Charlie Rose's hero. Is that the guy's name, Charlie? Uh, Rose? Charlie
3: Rose was uh, yeah, yeah, PBS. Yeah.
2: He got fired from three jobs in one day. Uh, Keeler's the... nothing compared right. to that. Right. It's tough telling the wife all three jobs I lost all three.
3: I'm out. One, okay. No, I lost all no, three. We're no longer hosting Thanksgiving. <laughs>
2: okay. We
3: can no longer
2: afford a turkey. Right. Well, I don't this makes no sense. And I guess I guess we have to place this in the category of one of those stories where we're gonna need forty eight to seventy two hours before any of it begins to make any sense.
3: We have to throw it back on the spindle? Because if this is all it is, I'm not firing you. No. What the hell? What, no. what, on what grounds? Especially if he saw her uncomfortableness. and went, ah, geez, my, whoops! I, sorry. I, and what kind of joke, but, what kind of nitwit would recoil?
2: Well, she might recoil because he's so creepy. You know, to and the Red
3: Sox did. Yeah, it. the uh, Red Sox did him in. Why is he wearing red socks?
2: I, I hope I, you know. Again, uh, he's not one of my heroes, but I sure as hell hope he's got the emails if it needs to come to that. Because if that if this is all it is. He's he's uh, having a one hell of a career besmirched. <sighs> yeah, he
3: is. Is height ready? Johnny Height is ready with a brand new report. He's filing.
2: It's for you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You John, as is our custom. Yes. Jake, go ahead, please. Hey, uh,
1: I'm sure Charlie Rose had his own show, so PBS had to pay for his show. I'm sure Keeler has the same setup. So they can drop him, drop the contract, and not have to pay him any royalties going forward.
2: All right, thank you.
0: Here's John Height in the newsroom. Thanks, Joe. Sunny, 43 degrees. Wizards beat the Timberwolves last night, 92 to 89. Wolves uh, 12 and nine on the season. Right back at it this evening there at New Orleans. Uh, matchup of ranked teams at Williams Arena tonight. The number 12 Minnesota Gophers uh, playing number 10. Miami. Wouldn't you call that a pretty even matchup? Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. It should be fun. Big Ten announced its offensive all-conference teams, and three Gophers received honorable mention honors today. Junior offensive tackle Danelle Green, junior running back Rodney Smith and sophomore wide receiver Tyler Johnson named honorable mention by the media, Smith and Johnson named honorable mention by the coaches. News notes from today, all the details again for all you folks just tuning in. Garrison Keeler has been fired by Minnesota Public Radio after allegations of inappropriate conduct. The source is telling our TV affiliate, uh, 5 Eyewitness News, the termination had been in the works for some time. NPR issued a statement this morning saying the company is terminating its contracts with Garrison Keillor and his private media companies after recently learning of allegations of his inappropriate behavior with an individual who worked for him. NPR will end its business relationships with Mr. Keillor's media companies effective immediately. Uh, what that means now, uh, the distribution and broadcast of the Writer's Almanac and rebroadcast of the best of a Prairie Home Companion hosted by Garrison Keillor. Uh, they also changed the name of the weekly program hosted by musician Chris Thiel and separating from Pretty Good Goods online catalog in the PrairieHome.org website.
3: Uh, I already have some of the, uh, the potential names for uh, Prairie Home Companion were is, sent to us leaked to us. Yeah. Uh, new names for the new Garrison show and the no, bits. No, it won't be
2: the new Garrison show. He's gone.
3: Oh, so it'll just be the new show. Yeah. Uh, a frisky home companion. Um, Late grope mm-hmm. and gone days. And let's see. Catch up to Al Franken advisory board. Not sure what yeah. that... Uh, <laughs> yeah. A frisky home companion is leading for me. Yeah.
0: That uh, statement uh, you uh, talked about, Joe, uh, He uh, Keeler telling the Star Tribune he put a hand on a woman's bare back, meant to pat her back and apologize, Said he said her that an can't email. can't be it,
2: John. That, that, well, that, you, it, you, you, don't, you not. Don't, you don't wipe off a guy off your map for that.
0: Yeah. Uh, he uh, said uh, he got an apology or gave her an apology and she accepted, but then he heard from her lawyer. So,
2: and so we don't even have a time frame. No. This might have been
0: 10 years ago. Yeah, none whatsoever. No. Uh, meanwhile, NBC News has announced it's terminated. Today's show host, Matt Lauer, citing inappropriate behavior at the workplace. Mm-hmm. Lauer's co-anchor Savannah Guthrie made the announcement at the top of today's Today Show. She read a statement from NBC News Chairman Andy Lack stating that the company had received a detailed complaint from a colleague last night about sexual behavior in the workplace by Lauer. Black statements that the company found that after a serious review of the complaint, it represented a clear violation of the company's standards, and Lauer was terminated. As a result, uh, Lauer's contract between 25 and $30 million. So uh, forfeiting wow.
3: that. Wow. I did not know it was that much. Yeah. Uh, is anybody worth
0: that amount of money?
3: Okay. <laughs> Red flag warning.
2: Carson Went will be.
0: Mm. Red flag warning issued for the second day in a row does not include the Twin Cities, uh, but the metro area did have some problems today. Uh, Two small grass fires broke out near Interstate 35W and County Road I shortly before uh, noon today, and I know that's a fact because I drove right by them. The uh, folks were just getting there to fight them. It didn't take long to put them out. The southbound ramps exiting and entering the interstate in the area were closed briefly. As the crews contained these, are grass fires adjacent to the highway or freeway? Yep, uh, they're right up on the screen there, Rook. If you look to your right, that's where the the fire was. Oh, all right. Oh, wow. Police have arrested a man and said they'll charge him with murder in a string of killings that terrorized a Tampa neighborhood. Tampa Police Chief Brian Dugan announced at a news conference this morning that 24 year old Howell Emanuel Donaldson would be charged with four counts of first degree murder. The tip that led yesterday to Donaldson came from one of his co-workers at a McDonald's, which is near the Seminole Heights neighborhood that's seen four fatal shootings since early October. Apparently, Donaldson asked an employee at the restaurant to hold a bag. The bag had a loaded semi-automatic gun in it. He went to a nearby business then to get a payday loan. The employee told her manager about the gun. The manager alerted a Tampa police officer who was doing paperwork at a table at the restaurant. Mm. When Donaldson got back to the restaurant, police were waiting. Uh, Television station WFLA citing an arrest report said a search of his cell phone found location data indicating three days of recorded times and activities that corresponded with uh, with the first three shootings on October 9th, October 11th, and October 19th. Uh, Police also found clothing inside Donaldson's car that was similar to what was worn by a person spotted in surveillance video. Donaldson told investigators he was unfamiliar with the neighborhood where the shootings occurred. But speaking this morning on ABC's Good Morning America, Chief Dugan said authorities still don't have a motive for the killings and will be seeking help from the public as they try to learn more about Donaldson. President Trump's online endorsement of videos posted by a leader of an extremist U.K. fringe group is prompting reaction both in the United States and abroad. The video is tweeted out by the account held by Jada Franson, the deputy leader of the U.K. political party Britain First, which is known for promoting an anti-Islam, anti-immigration and nationalist agenda. The group estimated to have about 1,000 active members. Following the president's retweets of Franson, numerous lawmakers in the U.K. raised their concerns over the support of the group by the president. That includes Prime Minister Theresa May. A spokesperson said in a statement, it's wrong for the president to have done this. The statement added, Britain first seeks to divide communities through their use of hateful narratives, which peddle lies and stoke tensions. They cause anxiety to law-abiding people. Uh, Jer- uh, Jer- uh, Jeremy excuse me, Corbyn, the leader of the Labor Party, retweeted, I hope our government will condemn the far-right retweets by Donald Trump. And Brendan Brennan Cox, husband of the Labor Party lawmaker Joe Cox, who was killed by a man who shouted the name of the group at the time of her killing, tweeted in response uh, saying Trump had legitimized the far right in his own country. Now he's trying to do it in ours, spreading hatred has consequences, and the president should be ashamed of himself. In the U.S., KKK Imperial Wizard, former wizard David Duke defended the president, saying he brings light to what the lying fake news media won't. David Duke still around? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Vermont City has shut down a recently opened dog park. The reason? Too many dogs? People aren't picking up, I bet. Too much noise from the dogs. Oh. What? Neighbors say the yapping and barking was making them miserable. The Burlington Free Press reports that South Burlington decided to close J.C. Park last week, create a committee to establish new standards before opening dog parks in residential areas. Mark Dickinson complained at a council meeting that it's as if the park were in his backyard saying his neighbor, uh, neighborhood suddenly had no peace and quiet. City council member Megan Amory said the city wants to put more dog parks on city-owned property, said there is a chance they may be able to find an alternate site for the park before ground freezes for the winter. And a disabled man said early Black Friday shopping turned into a nightmare for him. Lonnie George said he has a condition that causes chronic pain in his spine. He said he can't use regular shopping carts, so he relies on the electric riding carts to do his shopping. He says he went to a Walmart. He said, where are the riding carts? And they said, sir, we don't have them out today because we'll be too busy. Ooh,
3: that's an ADA deal, isn't
0: it? The man said he then asked to speak with the manager. The manager told him the same thing. Uh Uh-oh. He said no one from the store offered to help him get the things he wanted, so he had to leave. He said there was a TV he wanted to get. He said he wasn't able to get that and some other items. He went to a local TV channel. They called Walmart and got the following statement from the Director of National Media Relations. No one should be denied a cart. We are looking into the situation. We will take appropriate action. Of
3: course they will. will. What do we have for weather? Yeah, Dave Wallace-Dahl, he is back. All right,
2: uh, just a moment. Pn."
1: We're at 43 degrees, heading for a high today of about 47. Should be a a very mild afternoon. The only thing is the wind is so strong it doesn't even feel that nice. Uh, Winds are gusting over 30 miles per hour out in western Minnesota. There is a red flag warning there until 5 p.m. Uh, Because of all the dry grasses, and it won't take much to start a fire and get it going. But uh, those winds are going to settle down a little bit tonight. Still southwesterly at about 10 to 20 miles per hour, even after dark. Then tomorrow, partly cloudy, quiet and mild. A little less wind. Northwesterly at about 5 to 15. 42 for the high tomorrow. 45 on Friday. Partly cloudy skies still mild. Mild into the first half of the weekend. Saturday looks good at 44. But then on Sunday, a slight chance of rain showers developing in 46. Rain becoming mixed with and changing over to snow late Monday. Monday's high 44, but dropping after that all the way down to 28 by early Tuesday. That'll be the high on Tuesday. Lows getting down to teens and uh, possibly even lower teens or single digits for lows by the time we get to Wednesday. So reality is going to um, hit us in the face next week again with some flurries and some light snow showers possible Tuesday into Wednesday. Today, though, partly cloudy skies. Should be a mild day with 48 for the high. Right now we're at 43. Joe. All
2: right, thank you. You know this Keeler deal? Yes. I'd love to be gleeful about it, but I can't be. Okay, you've had your differences with uh, Mr. Well, Keeler? not really. We've never even met each other. Just we've kind of gone in two different paths. Mm-hmm. But let, let me read you something from the uh, from NPR statement. Okay. Uh, NPR takes these allegations seriously, and we are committed to maintaining a safe, respectful, and supportive work environment for all employees and everyone associated with NPR. We want a workplace where anyone who experiences unwanted behavior feels comfortable in reporting concerns to NPR. Discrimination, harassment, retaliation, or other inappropriate behaviors will not be tolerated. NPR will end its business relationships with Mr. Keeler's media companies effective immediately. Okay. Here's where the here's where the country is headed. What will constitute unwanted behavior? This is this is the question. This is this is the unanswerable question. Well, it's bringing us closer to my prediction that words shall not be exchanged between men and women, whether it's in the academy or in the workplace what what could you possibly say that wouldn't be constructed as or construed as unwanted behavior or feeling comfortable or uncomfortable what will that come to mean now again if the keeler facts are as he has stated in his statement it strikes me as preposterous that you'd cut all business ties with an employee because of that agreed his his superiors are acting obsequiously they're acting uh, foolishly they're acting hysterically right if all you've got is a woman who said you know he touched my back and that made me feel uncomfortable you got nothing you've got nothing
3: in my world you've got nothing Mm -hmm. so it's either that and that that is the story and that's the reason he's acting the way he is or it's the other opposite where uh uh-oh and he's acting that way to defer. I don't, I don't. I don't know. I can't figure them out. But be- who is to, who is
2: to be the umpire? Who is to be the umpire when someone reports unwanted behavior? <clears throat> what is the nature of unwanted behavior? What is the nature of being made to feel uncomfortable? We're breaking down here. And again, I'm all my comments are based on the story as Keeler has delivered it in his statement. If that's what the story is, that he touched some gal on the back and she's now, for some reason, hiring a lawyer, what the hell are the standards? And he must, he must have a really strong constitution to say, you know what, the hell with it. I'm seventy five. I don't get, get the I'm seventy five. I got a hell of a lot of money. I don't need this BS. So I had a nice run. Thank you all. If if this is all it is, that he touched a woman on the back and she decides now that that made her uncomfortable. I wish he would use his writing talent to to put this out there. To put out there what is happening. If if this is all it is, I wish he'd write a piece to say, look what's become of us in the world. But it might go against his progressive nature because he's uh, you know, he's rich enough to pretend he's a liberal. So he uh, he probably will err on the side of of cowtowing uh, to women, for example. So mm-hmm. he might not want to write a piece that would in any way uh, could be seen to be reflecting poorly on a woman who accuses a man of inappropriate activity. But I wish he, I wish he, if, if this is all it is, I'd love to read him take off on it because he's, he could. I'd love to read that. Well, And, I, and I'd I, love to see it splashed across the cover of the New York times and the Washington post. And in the New Yorker and everywhere else he's appeared. I would love to see Keeler come through the side door and say, "You know what? Here's what's really happening," hmm. and, and say, "This is what I got attacked for because a woman was distraught at, at on the one night after the production of Prairie Home Companion, and I patted her on the back, and this is what it, this is what it results in." He's probably I'd love to see
3: that. He's probably capable of doing that. Oh, hell! And yes. maybe that's what his plan is, and, and this was the. This was the feeder letter i don't know statement i
2: don't know yes john
0: well it seems to me joe that it, it, it's an ultimate case of windmilling mm-hmm. which is which has been which has been uh, promulgated by unreasonable regulations uh combined with zero tolerance mm-hmm. in a situation in which no one can be offended and this is the monster that they created and now they got it. Now they don't know. The dog caught the car. Now what do you do with
2: it? <laughs> you're right. They're eating their own. Exactly. It is the ultimate windmilling. You are correct. Thank you. Thank you. The dog caught the car. Now what do you do? Is it Neil? Yeah. We used to have a dog that chased the cart. Yeah. Go <laughs> ahead, all, please. Um, yeah. I think it's going to become where if you're working, let's say Bob's working with Sally on a project, you're not even going to be able to be in a closed room with a closed door with... A man and a woman, or or two people alone, because someone could make an accusation, and sometimes the accusation itself is enough. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. (laughs) I I, because what Keeler reports is not salacious. It's not Harvey Weinstein. It's not Franken going alfalfa. It's patted her on the back, man. My hand moved around; she recoiled. If that's what it is, I want to see him expose this BS. But but the callers are right. John's right. This is what the, the Mysterians, this is what the left has created. Zero tolerance, uh, heavy emphasis placed on everyone feeling safe and comfortable. Right. This is the monster they've created. And as they say, it's the dog who chases the car. The car's been caught. Now what the hell do you do with it?
3: <laughs> I do like that analogy. Uh, it's just fantastic.
2: It's, it's not, though. I, I want it to be. I want to be gleeful, and I can't be. off correspondent Downing wants to know if uh, NPR will cut Gary out of all their photos like Stalin did to his enemies. <laughs> Plus, he has a great word to add to the GL lexicon. He's been Calhouned. Oh, it's too early for me He's to do this. He's oh, been Calhouned. He's been They're going to change the name of his show. They gotta, yeah. <laughs> He's been Calhouned. Oh. Hennepin County board, board voted as predicted. We'll have to uh, cover that momentarily.
1: Um, I should mention, too, we're we're getting a lot of name suggestions. For the new show? Yeah. Yeah. Are
2: any of them... Uh, Some of them we can't read. No, no.
1: most of them we, we probably
2: should. Well, then don't. Yeah. You can read the funny ones if there are. Well, oh, right? I'm sharing yeah. them with
1: Rook off the air. Yeah.
2: Well, if that's all it is, boys, we're all in trouble. He touched a woman on the back.
3: Well, I can't wait for our other 48-hour rule, where we have to wait 48 hours to see what... What comes out? Yeah, we need forty-eight to seventy-two
2: hours on this story, don't we? Because because
3: if this is it,
2: that's that's quite a letdown to see them uh, to see them burn all their bridges with them. Fifteen hundred, ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's forty-three.